Cameras is rolling. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is the What's Next podcast, Houston's number one platform where I invite creators to share their journeys and give us a depiction of their visions. Most importantly, the last question I'll ask is, what's next? John Ross Dyke the first, creator of Still Visionary and creator of the What's Next podcast, every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Oh man, Houston, Texas, man, it feels so good to be back. I always keep saying that. I hate that I have to keep saying that. We'll get into it. Episode 120 to walk with us. Houston, Texas. Correction, I stand corrected. Houston, Texas, welcome back to episode 121 of the What's Next podcast, a production of Still Visionary, Inc. This is a creative story. Um, yeah, man, it's it's uh, feels good to be back. Feels good to be in a space that I know I am most dominant in. And it feels good to be back sitting with my friend. <laughs> um, welcome back to episode 121 of the What's Next podcast. A production of Still Visionary Inc. Um, yeah, man, it's been so long since I've podcasted. Last time I did a podcast, I was in San Antonio. Shout out to my man uh, Sunday Live Zealous. He did episode 120, and um, came back, and I wanted to do more podcast and. Uh, I don't know. I, um, you know, took a couple of breaks, a couple of weeks, you know, and uh, find myself here now. So, you know, um, before we get started with the episode, let's introduce our social media handles so we don't disrupt the flow of the conversation when we get to that point. Okay. You want me to go first? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Jayla World on Instagram, J-A-L-A-W-O-R-L-D. On Facebook is Katrina, C-O-N-T-R-I-N-A Jenkins, J-E-N-K-I-N-S. Mm. And my name is... Oh, John Ross Dyke first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and on Twitter at John Ross Dyke and Still underscore Visionary. Also, the What's Next pod underscore on IG. If you would, connect with me on LinkedIn, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like my fan page on Facebook, and visit my website at stillvisionary.com. Directly in front of you, I have all the merch that I sell out the trunk of my car on my podcast and on uh, my website, and you can shop stillvisionary.com slash merch. Can I introduce my website? Of course. Of course. You got to ask that. (laughs) www.jalaworld.com. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome back. It seems like every 60 episodes. Yeah, it does seem like that. Every 60 episodes we get together and we uh, we podcast. And just like last time, episode 63, uh, Definition of Manhood, this episode you're actually dropping another project. So I'm super proud of you. Round of applause again. Thank you. Okay. Um, four films, right? Three um, features and one short. 
three features and one short. And how many stage plays? Three. Three. Seven projects. Yeah. If you could define yourself in one word, what would that word be at this very moment? Tired. Mm. That's what it would be right now. Mm. But um, on a regular basis, a normal day, persistent. Mm. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, last time Houston, Texas, we were together in episode 63, Jayla was dropping a project. We recorded that sat- that Friday, mm-hmm. and you were dropping a project at uh, on Saturday the 2nd, I think, May 2nd it was. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, we're recording today on the 13th of, of August 2021, and you'll be dropping your project tomorrow. The 14th. On your birthday. On my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> So happy early birthday. Congratulations. Um, I couldn't think of a better gift to give you. (laughs) I couldn't think of a better gift to give you than now I'm joking, but uh, happy birthday, happy early birthday and congratulations on the success so far. Thank you. So how you doing? What's going on? I'm doing pretty good. Um, Just trying to get everything ready for the premiere. Get everything together. Nervous. Mm. It never goes away, does it? No. Yeah. I think it gets worse. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Because you want each project to be better than the project before. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. And it gets worse. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, I, but there's no feeling like it, though. Yeah, it's, it's a high. Yeah. It's a high. That when you get ready to drop, when you get ready to drop that project, it's it's nothing like it. Nope. I've since lost it in dropping episodes every week, but when, when it's something that big... You know, you run, you're running around, you're pacing. Yeah. What am I going to wear? How am I going to look? How am I going to do this? Who's coming? Um, just so many thoughts. Yeah. You know, um, in episode 63, you said that people should take that, that you have uh, just seen the evo- the evolution of your work. Yeah. What do you think that people should take um, with Fair Play dropping tomorrow? Today, if you're watching, today, today. Today is the 14th when you'll see this episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. What do you think people should take? Um, still the evolution. Mm. That I think each project is definitely getting better as far as with their writing and even visually. Mm. It grows. Right. So just seeing the um, evolution of Jola World and I Do Media together as a partnership, um, just being persistent, mm. um, keep dropping projects um we don't have the luxury right now to drop projects like we want to like three or four projects but the once a project a year is worth the wait Mm. you know one thing I was thinking about when I was driving over here was one I can't believe that I'm finally getting back to podcasting but two the um the concept of teamwork you know you know and you were saying this while I was setting up and you said you mentioned um, one man team. And I was thinking, man, you know, you and B. Kelly have done magnificent work together, you know, f- with what you with what the resources that you have. Right. And and that has never changed. Yeah. That the fact that you guys have been collaborating over the past few years is uh, something that doesn't go unnoticed by me. You know what I'm saying? Because it's it's just difficult to get people all on the same page. It is. Let alone the same book. Yeah. You know, when you, hey, read this book and people are like, I don't know, the cover looks yeah. bad. I don't want this book. I want that book over there. 
but just to see that you guys are still, you know, kicking it. Yeah, it's um, I definitely when you're doing everything by yourself is mm. extremely hard. Mm. And I really, really value my team from the I Do Media team, mm. um, Courtney Elaine, mm. Vincent Johnson, mm. Rhonda Adams, production. When you are on one page, you can make some beautiful pieces. Together. Mm. Mm. So, um, you know, let me I want to kind of work backwards um, with this EP. I don't want to keep you long, but I want to start here. What do you think after this fourth film, seventh total project that the goal is for you? And I'd hope that by the time we get to the end of the episode, it kind of like, you know, comes together. What do you think that the goal is after this film? What should the goal be or what was your goal walking in and what is the goal after the film drops tomorrow today? Are we just talking about this particular yeah, project? Yeah, just this, just this particular project and then the overall thing for Jailer World Productions. The, uh, the goal was to continue producing successful projects. Mm. Um, I think now the goal is to just keep going, mm. just keep going all together. Um, step into some new arenas, mm. um, step it up. Mm. Um, we definitely have a brand now, mm. make that brand better. Um, like I was telling you um, while we were setting up, that I find myself kind of changing mm. in some ways it's a good thing. In some ways it's not. Um, I feel like I'm becoming more business minded on mm. the business end, but I also feel myself becoming a little bit more um, harder. I'm seeing the overall picture. When I first started this, um, it was more about building relationships. Now it's, it's still building relationships, but also, um, Realizing that everyone does not share that same desire. Mm. That um, sometimes it's not about having a relationship that just stands over time. Sometimes it's just about having that relationship for that moment. Mm. And I really don't know how I feel about that. Why? Because I'm a type of person that once I call you my friend, or once we um, been through some things together or develop um spend a certain amount of time together, I become attached and everyone doesn't do that. Sometimes uh, for those months that we are filming, everything is good. And after that, that's it. Do you think that, what is it? Is that it's not, do you think it's, you don't think it's on you though. Do you think it's, what do you think that's, that's for? I mean, I just think it's not so much on me. I just think it's the people. Sometimes I come across everyone just don't share that same vision. Mm. And it's not necessarily a bad thing. I just had to learn. Sometimes you have to detach yourself mm. and realize that this is a business. Mm. It's good to have those lasting relationships, but you're not going to have those lasting relationships with everybody. So that's what you mean by being, becoming a better businesswoman. Yeah. I'm seeing the bigger picture. Um, I've always felt like um, I'm a real understanding person, mm. sometimes a little too understanding. So um, definitely putting different things in place, uh, realizing what works, what don't work. Um, at the end of the day, this is a business. This is a brand. Making sure that everything comes together. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, you've mentioned that before um, about your um, a quality of, that you possess, and that is loyalty, mm-hmm. um, attachment. And, and, you know, a quality that I feel that I possess is, is one of those, like, I'm, I'm a loner. And sometimes I don't think that that changes 
despite how much we want it to change. Yeah. Sometimes I think that that, you know, it's just one of those qualities that we work towards, but we just really can't kind of shake. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so um, even with me, you know, like you said, I, it, it's difficult to see or stand the test of time and seeing where somebody's true intentions lie. Yeah. Right. And so it makes it difficult to, you know, because you would you. And that's the thing that I kind of like about you and B. Kelly is your relationship is like, OK, I genuinely like what you do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And before we even add a dollar sign to it, I like what you do. So that right there keeps my interests there. Yeah. Because the second that you start to talk about dollars, then it's it's one of those things where if it's not here on time or, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, listen, um, I want more and you're not giving me more. So I don't know if this relationship can continue on because that initial I like what you do is not there. It's all about the dollar. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so um, that's why I found it difficult to be able to say, OK, hey, well, I might need this. So can you come in, you know, because the one time I tried to open up like that, this the kid was talking about. Um, so I have to have transportation. To where you are. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself, uh, am I supposed to? <laughs> Am I supposed to come and get you? <laughs> uh, and so, I mean, it's just difficult. It's just difficult to uh, to uh, open up and change a quality that you have. Yeah, it is. Um, like you say, it's hard not to be who you are at the core. Mm. So at the core, you are naturally this person. And to kind of have to tweak that mm. is sometimes a very painful process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um you know, I ask you this all the time about your projects. Um, love is uh, definition of man. Pipe dreams, definition of manhood. Now, fair play. Which one is the best and why? What do you like? the be- which, which one do you like and why? Irregardless of like visual quality or length of time or maturity in your own journey in it. What do you like the best and why? I think. I like them all for different reasons. Right. Um, far as right now, fair play. And the reason why I say fair play mm-hmm. is because the casting was on point mm-hmm. for fair play. I feel like um, each actor became their character. They were really playing themselves to a certain extent. So I would say um, right now, fair play. Okay. So like when I look at love is... That's always going to hold a very special yeah. place because that was my first film. Yeah. So we were all learning together. Mm-hmm. So that's baby. Mm-hmm. Um, Pipe Dreams, you know, there was a big emotional attachment there um, that was dedicated to my friend, um, Chicago, Davion. Rest in peace. Yes. And so that's, that's something. It stands on its own. Mm-hmm. Definition of manhood. Um, I love that film so much because so many people could relate to it and could talk about a subject that um, they found so hard to talk about. Right. But Fair Play, I would say um, the casting. Yeah, it was definitely the casting. Um, Each actor really held their own. Right. You know, uh, uh, we don't have to delve into it much, 
But, um, you know, I got to commend you. The persistence that you said, the word that defines you, the persistence of it, being able to do this all. Because, you know, last time we recorded an episode last year, we were in COVID, the thick part of it. This year, we thought COVID kind of went away and it's slowly creeping back up. Yeah. Right. And so I just got to commend you for finding a way to keep on going in this time period because, you you know, um, I was talking to Mario yesterday and he was like, I hope it just doesn't slow up again because there are some actors and professionals, i.e. like us who um, are going to keep going. And then there are some that kind of just kind of wait it out because they have that luxury to wait it out or or even if they don't have that luxury to wait it out. But it's one of those things where you just got to keep keep on like Jay-Z said, you got to keep keep on because if you don't and you know. You find yourself where I found myself in a few, uh, you know, a few times, a few weeks, and just should I continue on? Yeah, you start to question yourself. Right. It's uh, once you get out of that routine, it's hard to get back into it. Mm. So um, with COVID coming back up, I was saying, okay, how do we handle this? What mm. do we do? Mm. So um, we'll drop this project um, tomorrow, and then I'll say that'll give us today. A- Today, <laughs> at we noon. dropping this project today. We dropped this project at noon. Yes, this episode. Go ahead. And um, what was I saying? Uh, we'll, we'll COVID and, and yeah, uh, we'll drop this it, project today. We'll drop this project today. It will give us a little time to gear up for the next project, and mm. hopefully, we can kind of wait COVID out mm. a little bit more. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we'll see. Okay. Yeah. So, um, um. I'll go here. Creativity comes from experiences. The last time we spoke in episode 63, you were saying that um, um, you were talking about moving into this project after. So you didn't really give the name of Fair Play then, but you talked about it through and throughout definition of manhood. What was the writing process like? Take me to that. Well, the writing process with this one was a little different because when we first started this journey, Um, The first play that we ever did was called Karma. Mm. So what I did was take Karma and revamp it. Mm. So it's the same characters, just a different storyline, different ending, tweaked it up. So it was um, a little bit different than my usual. Mm. It was, um, in some ways, I felt like it was an easier process. Mm. So it was pretty cool. It wasn't nothing too out of the norm, nothing too stressful. I think it's... Out of all of them, this one might have been the easiest one to write. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I have a new project that I've been working on, and that one has been a struggle to write. Why? Because usually, if you notice, all my projects have some kind of twist, Mm -hmm. some kind of of crazy twist. Mm -hmm. This one is a traditional love story. Mm. No twist. Mm. And that was kind of hard for me to do that. Yeah. You know, I want to, I want um, so much more for you. And I, that's not a diss because I noticed that you know, I was talking uh, the other day and I was thinking, man, you know, Jayla really, you know, you can't miss Jayla with a 90s film. Yeah. <laughs> I love 90s film. Yeah. That is your thing. So I was like, man, you know, just like styles kind of went backwards, people started rocking the fades and, and the, and the, and the flat tops with the parts in it the tie-dye came back all these other things that we we've experienced before came back 90s films in 2021 need to come back yeah 
And you would be the perfect director, writer to kind of like, you know, nurture that on. You know what I'm saying? And it just it just takes eyes and ears and just those laps. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's what I, I was thinking the other day. I was like, man, you know, Jayla loves those 90 films. And, you know, one thing you're going to see in her uh, in her projects is love. You're going to see love. Yeah. I just, because that makes up so much a part of our life is love, mm. relationships. Mm. So I'm always going to have some type of love. In my projects, you're going to find love and God. Mm. Whether it's in a small piece or bigger pieces, those two things, two items are going to always be implemented. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the moment that we've all been waiting for, and I asked you this question before we even did this podcast. I said it to you, and I said I'm, I'm going to bring you. Got you. Got to talk about it here. Um, who was the best actor? Man, <laughs> are you doing this? Who was the best actor? Hey, listen, and this is what people have to understand. Okay, there's it's no insult. I don't I don't take it as an insult. It, look, and love is if I wasn't the best actor, that motivates me to want to be the best in the next project that I do for Jailer World Productions. Who do you think embodied their character from start to finish, and even almost elevated in their character role? Man, I had an answer for you. Mm. And I'm going to say, okay, all of them. <laughs> and the reason why I say that, because they did that. You could not, I'm going to start with, okay, is, I'm going to start with Tapatha. I'm going to try mm-hmm. to go in order. Um, Tapatha um, Lee, she plays Freedom. Mm-hmm. She really became Freedom, that wholesome, good girl, um, she just, is glowing on Facebook. I just want to let that. Yeah. She is glowing on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. Some of these, I gotta, I can't look at that video. <laughs> <laughs> she is glowing on Facebook. Yes. Go ahead, go ahead. She, um, she did an excellent job with Freedom. Um, then I will say Brandy Specs. Okay. Um, she really plays Sasha. She swears that this is not her, mm. but she played that role so good. And then, mm. like, what Sasha is kind of like the villain of the movie, mm-hmm. but she also made Sasha funny. Right. So that was something I wasn't expecting. Okay. And then um, I'm going to say Yolan Young. Okay. Um, Yolan always kills his character. He's on fire. Um, he took Jay to a whole nother level. Um, Michael Nico Fontenot. He mm-hmm. played, um, oh, I can't think, um, Malcolm. Okay. Play Malcolm. Really good. Really good. Um, who came after that? See, you're going to give me a trouble. <laughs> I'm going to forget somebody. Bink. That's four. Okay, Corrigan Coleman. Um, he was funny. Okay. And people don't realize that Corrigan is really a funny guy. Mm-hmm. So um, he made the lines funny. He is one of the guys that is always hanging out with the females. Right. But he just made it so funny and masculine and just uh, right. really good with his. Okay. And then after him, Regina Cooper. Okay. She Ace Boon Coon. Yeah, she was funny throughout the whole movie. Right. I swear Regina was playing herself. Right. She wasn't playing Nicole. She was she was Regina. <laughs> and it was just so funny. Right. So um, we have a new actor. Um, well, this is his first film. 
Um, his name is Mark Foreman. Okay. Um, he is also a hip hop artist. Um, KOC Go. Yeah, 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 yeah. He, he did, did my really podcast. Good. He was funny. Yeah. And he partnered with Sonia Coleman. I mean, Sonia Goodman. Okay. Sonia always kills it. Um, she was firing um, Pipe Dreams. Yes. And so was and, Brandy. I didn't say that, but so was Brandy. Yeah. Pipe Dreams. And um, Sonia knows how to add that element of drama and being funny. So she did really good. Um, Nikki the Kid. Mm-hmm. Um, Nikki the Kid, Nikki Nicole. She's recently changed her name. Um, this is Nikki's first film. Mm. She played herself. Round of applause. Um, she's so funny. Nikki is genuinely a funny person. Right. And I wrote this part for her. Right. So she killed it. Okay. Ashley Young. Because mm. you're trying to get me. Ashley Young. No, neoterized. I'm yeah. not trying to get you. I just, you I'm know. trying to make sure I get everybody to go through the list because everybody did good. Right. Ashley Young. Um, Ashley did play Tia. And this person was so different from Ashley. So she had to be messy. She did her research. She mm. was watching Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm. She was tapping into so much. She did really good. Mm. And then also we have... Corey. Uh, Corey Wright. Corey always does a really good job. He was really smooth in this movie. He plays um, kind of like the... Knight in shining armor mm. type of dude. Mm-hmm. Really smooth. So mm-hmm. he did great. Christopher St. Mary. Christopher um, was funny, as mm-hmm. usual. Mm-hmm. Chris, he um, he has the ability to be able to tap into something that just bring the audience in. So he did an excellent job. I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. That's a lot of people. Yes, because you try to forget this part. Uh, I'm going to make sure people. I get everybody. Cause they, Fair I plan. mean, and I'm not just saying that. I'm just not BSing you. They all did a great job. It reminds me of, um, you know, them films back in the day when they had. Go ahead, go ahead. Raina. 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 Do I know? I don't, um, know. I don't Raina, think I know her. Can't think of her last name. Raina. When I say. She's so dope. I definitely want to work with her again. Right. She was able to just take this role to a whole nother level. She knows she's, you have to watch the film to see right. what I'm talking about. Right. She was like, when we was filming, it was just like everybody was into that scene. Even the people that was in, in the scene with her almost forgot their lines because they so intrigued and so caught up and what she was doing. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. She's she's very dope. I definitely um love to work with her again. And I think I got everybody. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. like I was saying, you remind me of uh well, this you remember those remember Oceans eleven, twelve, and thirteen mm-hmm. when they had just that plethora of, of cast? Yes. That's what, you know, this film not necessarily that it's gonna remind me of that, but just having all those individuals and seeing how they work and mesh with each other. Because, I mean, in Ocean's 12, you had big boys, Matt mm-hmm. Damon. Um, you had uh, Antonio Banderas, I think, was in that film, and, and yeah. Don Cheadle. And, you know, and it's a lot of, you know, these these big-name actors. How do you kind of, how do you kind of, like, be yourself, excel, but not step on somebody else's toes? Yeah. And so um, that promises to be this. Yes. 
Because I think, like, all of them are very dope actors, um, very talented in their own way. And it was just to see them to be able to really tap into these characters where you can't tell the difference between who they are and who this character is, is a big deal. Okay. And I think they really did that. Like I said, when Regina Cooper, she played Nicole and she was playing Regina. It was like, it was like watching her and you have to really know her to understand what I'm talking about. Right. Right. She was, she was really good. What songs on your mind? What song were you listening to when you wrote Fair Play? I listened to so many songs with Fair Play. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of her. Mm. So I know I definitely was listening to her. Um, you know, it's a it's an artist that, um, I think she's just strictly on YouTube. Mm-hmm. But she has a song called You Think I'm Dumb. Mm. And I'm going to look up her name. Mm. But she's really dope. So that song is stuck in my head right now. I don't know why. But it's it's a dope song. I'm just so glad that this song made it. Let me let me let me just play this song oh, for you. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a good. Thank you for sending that to me. I'm so glad my man made it on this thing. I'm so glad he made it. Hold on, right quick. We, you know, I knew I was gonna play this, but why wasn't I prepared for it? I'm I'm just so glad this song made it right here. Hold on, I love this song. Here we go. Yes. <laughs> My man, Echo Remix. Yes. Featuring Ebony Ray Committed. And that song was so perfect for the scene that we um, put it in. Oh, yeah. I just want to be the one you love. Y'all, man, you know I'm going to hold you down, my boy. I'm going to hold him down. I like this record. This was a, a good record for me. It was, a, like I said, it was like that uh, winter record. Mm-hmm. That cuddle record. Oh, yeah. Um. So... So, uh, man, um, tomorrow you drop your fourth film, man. Um, today. Today. <laughs> <laughs> today you drop your fourth film, man. Um, man, sold out. Yeah, we sold out. We was able to, the theater moved us to a bigger room. Right. And we um, got 50 extra seats. Mm. And we halfway about to sell that, too. Man, I'm so. So that's a big blessing. Yes, yes, I'm so. <sighs> Man. John Ross Dyke the first, founder of Still oh, Visionary man. Inc. and creator of the What's Next Listen, podcast. Man, I'm, so, two- I'm so um happy for you. Thank you. It takes, you know, making a film is just it takes a lot. It's it a is. lot. It is a From lot. From start to finish, man. It's uh it's climbing a mountain. Mm-hmm. Definitely that. It's just people don't realize how much work it goes into right. it. And then not only on top of that, still being a mom holding down an eight to five, a daughter, a mm-hmm. friend, just mm-hmm. the list goes on. So it definitely takes a lot. That's why it's so important to have such a strong team. And you were on set every day. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to miss it. That is not going to happen. Why not? Mm-mm. No, no, no. I, I think even when we oh, were doing man. stage plays, I probably miss one rehearsal, mm. one, and I think because uh, I had to be on the radio, mm. and 
that just did not sit right in my spirit. Yeah. I just got to be there. It's your baby. Mm-hmm. got to make sure it comes. Nobody's going to treat your baby like you would. True. Yeah. Man, so um, tomorrow, uh, today rather, when you uh, are watching um, Fair Play, people, um, Habakkuk 2, 2, and 3 says, And the Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables, that he may run that readeth it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. You do what you do for yourself to prove you can do it for others. Even though the year of perfect vision needed corrective lenses, your vision was never out of focus. You remained still. You remained determined. Kobe said, The Mamba mentality is the attention to detail and the level of commitment. Run your race because you got time. Keep the momentum. Believe in your story, a creative story. Remember, never stay comfortable while trusting the process. Be innovative in your 720 hours. There will be stumbling blocks. You just keep pushing. Most importantly, what's next? Continue to drop. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday? Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about this fourth. You know, I'm stuck on this fact that, man, the fourth movie you've put out in the city of Houston, Texas. That's a big Um, deal. Yeah, it is. And so when people see this film, um, how do you know that it'll be successful in people's eyes? How do I know it'll be successful? Um, Like people come on and they're just like, man, Jayla, you keep ascending. You're doing your thing. We put so much work into this. Right. And just like I said, just the quality of the film and the talent of the actors and the strong production team, I don't think it could be denied. Right. I think, it, I think it's a good film. Right. Definitely a good film. Okay. Uh, today is August the 13th. By the time you're watching this, it's uh, August the 14th, around noontime, maybe noon, noonish, noon 30, 12 30, 1 o'clock. Um, and, uh, we have 140 days, I believe that I counted down. We have 140 days left in 2021. What do you hope to attain? Time goes by so fast. Mm. Um, what I'm trying to do is definitely, um, make sure I'm taking care of myself. Yeah. Um, uh, far as mentally and physically. So just, um, getting a little rest in after this drops. But also, um, me and Courtney Elaine are going to be working on a mixer together. Mm. And we're also going to be working on writing um, a TV series. Mm. So that's something um, we've been wanting to do that for a long time. So focusing on that. Um, I know um, I do I do media with B. Kelly and Patrick Wycliffe. We was talking about um, doing something funny, doing like a a parody mm. of making fun of all the movies we've done. Mm. So we'll do that. And I also um, have a new project that I want to work on, um, start casting for that towards the end of the year called Skulls and Butterflies. Mm. It never stops for you, does it? You can't stop. Right. It's like 
once you do one thing, it's like you keep want to go, keep going and going and going. Where do you get the uh, creative juices to write the next project? From the people that I know. Mm. People that I know. It's always a story out there. So just wanting to tell that story. Um, I was with a coworker today. We did a back-to-school drive um, for my job, and we were going to drop off the supplies. And we're just getting to know each other. I've only been at that company about five months now. And he always has a story. He's really, really funny. So I was just listening to him, and I told him, like, I could be around you all day because you always have all these stories. They're always so funny. They always have this crazy storyline that just makes me want to write and tell the story, see it act out. Right. Mm -hmm. So just the people I'm around. Um, speaking on that, I want to, I want to personally thank you, um, for the opportunity that will be coming in October for me. I talked about on the podcast before, um, it wasn't quite what I was expecting, but it, it kind of, it kind of like makes me more diverse getting back to that poetry aspect. And I don't think a lot of people, I'm not one of those type of people. I know that my start came with you. Right. And so I want to thank you for that opportunity for putting me in that spot initially that, you know, full circle came back around and, you know, the guy who's doing this project is uh thought of me. Yeah. And so I want to say thank you for that because, you know, I, you know, this is Houston and, you know, we don't have a lot of opportunities. Yeah. You know, we can't roll right out of bed. And, you know, my homegirl said, um, and, um, an episode we I did a couple of years ago, she said that LA is a type where you could walk into a studio or a coffee shop and change your life. Yeah. You walk into a coffee shop here, you know. You're just getting, you're just getting some coffee. <laughs> so uh, I don't know where the project will, will take me uh, in October, but I know that without you and the opportunity you provided that I wouldn't be there. Oh, thank you, Jay. And so I want to say thank you for that, man. Because, you know, I mean, listen... You can spend your whole life, you know, trying to get on or figure out how to get there. And then you could spend a whole, your whole life writing till you get there. Right. And so uh, that's something that I have always admired about you is the fact that, you know, listen, I'm going to go take it. I'm going to go make my way. Sometimes we got to make our own way from yeah. where we from. And, and I appreciate the opportunities that you've given me. And uh, I know that I'm going to try harder. <laughs> In the audition this later this year. Yes. So um um listen, uh uh most importantly the last question I'll ask is what's next? What's next is more Jayla World production projects. Mm. That's what's next on mm. different platforms. Mm. Okay. Okay. Listen, you know, um it's a staple of the podcast, the What's Next Podcast T shirt that I give to every creative that comes on. And I, here's another one. This is your third one. This is the, you know, exclusive SVIT that I give to every creative man. I appreciate I it. I appreciate it. Um, I appreciate what you do for Houston, what you do for actors. You remind me of Spike Lee. Thank you. That's the biggest compliment. You remind me of Spike Lee. And, and you know, a lot of people's careers will catapult because they've just been associated with you for so long. And they keep getting that opportunity. No, don't, don't listen. <laughs> listen, uh, Houston, Texas, man. Houston, Texas. Today, 6 p.m., is it? 7. 7 p.m., Fair Play drops. Uh, 
If you ain't get a ticket, you gotta wait. Yeah. Gotta wait. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I do what I do for myself to prove that I can do for others. Shout out to Black Blues. Shout out to Courtney Elaine. Shout out to Jelly World Productions. B. Kelly. Still Visionary Inc. We're here. John Ross Dyke first, founder of Still Visionary Inc. and creator of the What's Next podcast, dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Podcast dropping every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Oh.